you don't want to know what we're no. talking about. No, when the mics are muted, this is, this is our time. Uh, now it's your time now. Welcome to the show. It's Tuesday, <laughs> which is already kind of an eh day as it is, eh, as AOC would say. But then on top of that, you make a National Spinach Day, and it just becomes not really a good day. I mean, just kind of a... Yeah, kale day. Yeah. You yeah. Watch out for kale day these kale. days. Yeah. Oh, a lot, lot of. I think it's on the naughty ten list of um, what are they called? Vegetables or leafy greens that have a lot of pesticides on them. Hmm. Interesting. I do like a good kale chip. Lots of sea yeah. salt on well, it. You're gonna die if you eat it. Yeah. Well, I ate a whole pan the other <laughs> night. Apparently, as long I'm as there's something that covers the taste of kale, it tastes perfectly yeah. fine. No. Ba <laughs> yeah. Basically, I'm consuming salt and oil. Bacon wrapped kale. Yeah. Delicious. I do yeah. love collard greens though. Collard greens. Mm. Mm -hmm. Love me some collard greens. Uh, we're going to have some fun today. We don't have collard greens on the set, but we're going to have a good time. Before we get to the serious stuff, though, I thought that this next story kind of fit the uh, Anything Goes variety. Sometimes you come across stories that just don't fit in. Then there's others you're like, that's all right. This one falls a little more in line with the former. Because anything goes. All right, so we're oh, you didn't do the I wink. I didn't do the wink. I went, oh, I gotta, come on. I got to get you. I got to, you know, I'm trying to keep you on I your I was waiting here. for it. Wink. Uh, I'm glad I didn't see it. <laughs> there so, it is. <laughs> so, uh, so we're getting close to tax season, right? I mean, it's, it's, it's pretty much here. Some of us are done, which no one enjoys. And some of us get refunds, which helps. Some of us don't. Some of us get absolutely crushed. Uh, um, but those who may not be getting refunds this year, don't worry. Got you covered. Have a creative way that you can get some cash in hand. Uh, a pretty exciting way. <laughs> a pretty wild way. <laughs> Let's call it that. Uh, because it turns out that the Bureau of Land Management, BLM, has created an adoption incentive program to deal with the growing population of wild horses. Mm. Yeah, there, there it is. So well keep, keep those noises coming because you can get $1,000 for adopting one, people. Adopters are eligible to receive $500 within 60 days of adopting a wild horse and another $500 after titling the horse, which I think is just so funny. I know it's part of the process, but titling a horse just always sounds so official. But my question is this, like, do you have like... Is that a horse rutting in the background? <laughs> he's, he's doing something fun. I think he's almost about ready to finish. Um, you can interpret that however you want, but but do you have to do like an in-home visit or an, like an on-farm visit, or can can just anyone do How this? Do you, it's a wild horse. I don't know. Yeah, do you like if you lasso it and and get it calmed? Lasso, 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 lasso. I think lasso. It's no one. I knows. mean, literally, it's a wild horse. No one. Yeah. So they're going to pay you $1,000. You got to pay them, or they're paying you $1,000. They pay you $1,000 to adopt it because it's such a, a huge well, how problem. How are you supposed to catch a wild horse? I have no idea. These are the details that I don't know. I just Important thought it was details, fascinating. Nonetheless. But, but, but I'm curious, like, who, who is eligible for it? Do you have to be a farm owner? Or, like, if you're named Doug and you live in an apartment complex in El Paso, can you go and adopt a wild horse just for the cash? I, uh, like, do you go to Chincoteague and go, I want that one? Maybe. And say, great, and now you got to go lasso the thing and bring it home? It's I have not... all sorts of visions on how this works. I don't think any of them are right, but, but I, I just like found it entertaining. I feel like we should just go horse hunting. That's, you. No, you don't go. No, 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 no like go to capture it. You sick to son of a bitch. It. To go capture it. And turn it into glue? Yeah. No, to, to adopt it. If you're going <laughs> to catch a wild horse? I, yeah, I mean, it's phrasing, though, right? I yeah. Mean, it's phrasing, yeah. It's, if, you do it, if you do it that way, that's great. <laughs> Hunting a horse, we're not advocating. No, you don't yeah, get paid $1,000 yeah. for a hunting horse. Um, I'm going to hunt David. 
Yeah. We're, yeah, we're going like to play a fun try. island game. Um, <laughs> everyone, yeah. Anywho, I thought it was interesting. Thousand bucks for those lot of, who are looking for some money. A lot of details to work out. A lot of details, lot of details. to work out. Um, but, but entertaining nonetheless. Uh, but let's get to the serious stuff, and let's take a trip across the headlines. Yeah, let's do it. So we spoke yesterday about CNN's legal analyst. I forget his name. Kubin, Tubin. I think it was Tubin. Um, stating how Trump was vindicated. But not everyone took that same tone. Apparently, a study shows that just yesterday alone, there was a total of 120 instances in which hosts or other journalists asserted that President Trump had not been exonerated. This figure, by the way, does not include quotes from Democrat politicians or other partisan sources, meaning these were all the thoughts and statements of the network. And then you had NBC Chief White House correspondent Haley Jackson, who went after the president's vindictiveness in victory which hmm. the whole thing, anyway, she said this, quote, basking in one of his biggest political wins, the president's elated but irritated. She then continued and said, joined in the Oval Office today by his outside attorneys, Rudy Giuliani and Jay Sekulow, the president expressed vindication and vindictiveness against those who investigated him. <laughs> I mean, do, I mean, do, does, any, I mean, does anyone else find that hilarious? Like, no. of course he feels vindicated, like... Like, There's nothing there. there and, and there should be some vindictiveness. For two years, you guys have gone after him, listening to your sources that weren't real, just hoping and praying that what you were talking about came true, and none of it did. We've been telling you forever, none of this is going to happen. This is like Jesse Smollett, who we're going to get to, um, because all of his charges were dropped. But, but this is like Jesse Smollett. We knew that this was a bogus story from the get-go. Now it's just being told as there, truth. Yeah. But it goes to show that they're still saying, how many times in the past you're a puppet of Putin, you know, yeah. you're a Russian agent. People came out on CNN saying he's a, Trump is a Russian agent. And now you got Adam Schiff, the head of the House Intel Committee, said, yeah, what, about a year ago, there's irrevocable proof that, you know, he is colluded in this Russian. Well, where's the evidence? Because you're on the House Intel Committee, yeah. and if the special counsel didn't come out with it in you need to see the report. How did you just make this up? There's yeah. no evidence, but you told the American people you have evidence. Yeah, yeah, so exactly. It's like, how can you be the head of the Intel Committee anymore? Yeah, you know? no, it's just it's reckless behavior. The things they're saying and doing, I, I don't understand. I mean, again, they get away with it, and that's why they keep doing it. But I don't understand how they keep doing it because it's just absurd to think that you can keep painting yourself in this corner and and screaming all these lies. And then have it blow up in your face like it has each and every time. The Senate Intel Committee said there was no collusion. The huge Big Daddy special special counsel investigation, no collusion. So, you know, same stuff with Kavanaugh. Same stuff with all of this stuff. There's nothing there, people. There's nothing there. But Calm it down. Continues the narrative. It continues the narrative. Keeps it going. Yep. Well, and then there was this. This is a perfect example of what not to do or how to to not pout. Um, Etc. I mean, whatever you want, whatever phrasing you want to use there. But late night host Stephen Colbert opened the show with his thoughts on the matter. There, there were a lot. It was like 16 minutes long. Uh, so here's just a short clip of what he had to say to the president. But now that Barr says, that Mueller says, there's no proof of collusion, a lot of people want Trump's critics to apologize. I will start. I have said one or two things about Donald Trump, <laughs> like how he's a terrible president. So, uh, you know, I'm just going to bite the bullet uh, and say it. Mr. President, if you're watching, and uh, I know you are, um, <laughs> I'm sorry that you're a terrible president. Ridiculous. I used to like him so I know. much. Well, he's a funny dude. I, I, I mean, I'm telling you, the, the, the longer clip, there were some funny parts in there. Like, yeah. if you can make fun of, of presidents here and there, regardless of their side or political affiliation, 
if you do it in 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 typical late night, you yeah. know, SNL kind of you know fashion, the problem is is they've all gone yeah. so hardcore and they don't make fun of their own. They only make fun of him. Uh, but he, I mean, he had some funny points in his yeah. in his monologue. Uh, earlier in the clip, he talked about how this was all anticlimactic, though, as if the results were not significant. There's so many of them saying this, like, you know, oh, it was, we're waiting for this moment for two years, and then it came, and it was just, uh, you know, like, well, no, not, this is a big deal. Not, you see, just right there, you know, I, like I said, I used to watch him all the time and thought he was hilarious, but now he said in his opening statement, Bill Barr and Mueller, now they're going after Mueller for not finding anything. Right. Going, now they're linking him with Trump and Bill Barr, and now they're running this whole thing, and, but you were just such an advocate of Mueller a week ago. Right. But you didn't hear what you wanted to hear. You didn't get what you didn't want to get. Now he must be in cahoots with Trump and Barr. Right. And that whole team, everybody's in cahoots, and yeah. we need to uncover this whole thing. It's uh, it, it, Literally, it just keeps going and going and going, and it's not going to stop. I'm no. afraid it's not going to stop. No, it's definitely not going to stop because, they, again, they keep getting traction. They all, this, this group think and mob mentality just festers and grows and, and gets worse. So you can't come back. You can't right. come back then, from that, so you just keep going. Well, expound on the fact of what Colbert was saying. You're a terrible president. How? Yeah. Tell us how what he's done right now besides you and that, that report. Right. The economy's up. Yeah. Jobs are up. People are living better lives. You know, people, that's the whole part. If it sucks so bad, what has he done, right. what has he done that sucks so well, bad right now? Well, yeah, exactly. All those points all that, that, that prove what a great job he's doing, our, our diplomacy overseas, everything. And he's done all of that with all of you totally right. against him, making up this crap for two plus years. He's done it. He's gotten up. Someone, uh, I forget who tweeted it, but it was like, I just can't imagine getting up and still doing this each and every day, despite the criticism right. that's being hailed. Because this is unprecedented. We've never seen this much hatred openly, like literally from networks and publications and, and you know, obviously the other side, but, but, but the mainstream media going after someone like this. And he still gets up and, and does a great job every day. Is he a perfect person? No, none of us are. You aren't. I'm not. Mike's not. Every, no one is. It's about the country. But it's, yeah, exactly. It's about the country. Who cares, who cares about some of the stuff you're talking about? What cares, what matters, rather, is, is what is actually happening here. And there's a right. lot of good stuff happening And here. what are you going to do? Just say you want him out of the office. You get him out of the office. How is America going to be better for that? Yeah. Because you're not just going to throw a Democrat in there. No. You know, that we go back to it back and forth. How is life going to be that much better without this president? And if you're so, you know, forward leaning on, we've got to get him out of office, that's an American president that was elected by the people. The people. Yep. So that's going to be a worse, you know, fallout than anything else. And they're not thinking about it. They just want him out. Right. They'll worry about all the repercussions later. Yeah. And no. that's the issue. And it will continue to fester and fester and fester. Until people, you just continue to just block them out. Yeah. No, you're right. I mean, they're, they're never solutionaries. They're, they, they have all these ideas they throw out that make no sense, but just want to charge ahead, but that, which just shows that they're, they're just not smart. I mean, Democrats really are dumb at the end of the day. There's some that are smart, some that are great people. But collectively speaking, your ideas are horrible. Like, they're just not good. It's like, have they thought about what they want to do? Are they going to throw a parade if they get them out? Probably. You they know, won't give him his parade, no. but they could throw a parade if... Right. Yeah. It's amazing. Well, speaking of Colbert, though, his, his, his guest last night, Elizabeth Warren, came out. Um, of course, we know her as, as really desperately wanting to be an Indian. She's not, um, but she, she wants to be. Uh, but she was there, and she came out and was asked whether she trusts Attorney, Attorney General William Barr's judgment on obstruction. Warren responded with a flat no. She then added, and you shouldn't have to ask me if I trust it. We should see the whole report. Then we'll know what the basis is for the decision. So, okay, first off, 
why should we care whether you trust this or not? Your lies to the American people and yourself have been epic, and we're just not talking about your lie about Native American status, which was obviously very self-serving. No chance of winning the presidency. No, no chance whatsoever. But but this is someone whose credibility is is totally lost. So I don't know why people care whether you know she says, hey, you know, I don't believe it. But second. You should trust the Attorney General and the Department of Justice apparatus, and you should try not to, and this is where I have a bigger issue, try not to sway the American public into not trusting their government. To me, yeah. that's totally reckless. Is the government perfect? Absolutely not. Like, so far from it, it's, it's hilarious. We've worked there a long time. We know, we know what works and what doesn't. But, but we can't question it just because we didn't get the result that we wanted. You know, we said on the show the entire last year and have talked about it off the show for the last two years, that this crap just needs to end. I hate this this storyline. But if at the end it turned out that President Trump had mud on his face and he was guilty of something, so be it. Like right. let's just move on. What what's what's important for this country right now is healing. And we have been dealing with this non-story for so Dude. long. Yeah. And again, I, I I was at the point where look, I don't I, I our, our thoughts were yeah, I don't think there's anything there. There would have been some evidence that has come out in that long period of time if there were, but just get it done. If he's guilty, if, if there's nothing there, who cares anymore? Move on. We've got to move on. Well, well here, here's the other thing, too, is all these honorable people, like running for office and this and that in the Senate and, you know, in Congress and everything, what if they, okay, you want to see the whole report? We trust you so much, we're going to give you all the sources and methods, and we trust you that that won't get out into the media. Yeah. Can you imagine Bernie Sanders... Uh, Elizabeth Warren, all of them, Cory Booker, here's this sensitive intel report that shows everything. There's no collusion, but here's all the sources and methods. Do you think that would stay in Congress? Hell no. Yeah, not a chance. So, A, no, you don't get to pick and choose because you're not privy to it, but you're going to leak it anyway. Right. So how about talking about that for a while? You're very, you know, we're all trustworthy and we should get all the information. You're going to leak it, the worst possible information that you can find out of there just for your own agenda. Yeah. That's what's going to happen. Yeah. Well, well, even like right now, they're pushing to, you know, they want to get the collusion. They want to find all that stuff. What if it comes back to bite them in the ass and they, they get an investigation done themselves? And you know, you know, Capitol Hill is not clean. So, you know, people they're going to find stuff that makes them all dirty. And, and they're all going to be – and this is maybe why they're saying don't trust the attorney general because if it comes back on them, they can say – Hey, don't trust him because you didn't trust him with Russia, you know, with right. With well, Trump, that's a good thought. You know, but so. kind of prepping them for that result because yeah. if they get investigated, uh, you know, it's not, it's not going to be good. Yeah. And there's talk of it happening. There's right. there's talk of of there being some investigations now as to why people were being looked at and spied upon within the Trump campaign. Uh, all things that are very very tricky, and all those you know the Susan Rices and the Lor the Loretta Lynches and and people like that that were that were potentially involved in that kind of stuff could could go south for them for sure. Uh, but moving on, speaking of people who do not like President Trump, which is, of course, a big list, celebrity lawyer and media whore Michael Avenatti was arrested, as we all know by now, in New York for an alleged $25 million extortion scheme targeting sports apparel giant Nike. He also, by the way, is facing separate federal wire and bank fraud charges in Los Angeles, which, according to a lot of folks, uh, may actually pose his greatest legal threat. Avenatti is looking at up to 47 years in prison on the New York charges alone if convicted and 50 years in the California case, which resulted from a much longer running investigation involving a lengthier paper trail. So not a good day for, for old Mike there. And, and you might think, okay, well, it's, it's Avenatti. 
uh, it's fine because at least he'll get conjugal visits from Stormy Daniels. But no, you're, <laughs> you're wrong because the porn star said yesterday that she's not shocked by the charges filed against Avenatti, who helped make her a household name over the claims that she had an affair with President Trump. Uh, in fact, she, well, she came out and she tweeted this. I made the decision more than a month ago to terminate Michael's services after discovering that he had dealt with me dishonestly. And that also she said that there will be more announcements to come. So she says this is just the beginning of how depraved this dude is, uh, which is not good for your presidential campaign when a, when a porn star questions your morality <laughs> and trustworthiness. I'm just saying. I mean, not that... Proper point. I mean, point. I mean porn stars can be good people too, I guess. Sure. Um, but it's not necessarily... It should be your moral compass. Well, obviously, Avenatti has no moral compass. No. I mean, the, the whole Nike thing. He's like, I can you know, blow the doors wide open on this, for, you know, alleged scheme to pay high school kids or parents these, this money or whatever for the shoes. Or I can be your lawyer for $25 million and investigate this. But you have to pay me $25 million to investigate your own house. Yeah. And it's like, all right, so he was met with, obviously, FBI officials. Yep. Attorney General saying, uh, probably not. A pretty uh, cinematic Moral compass arrest. there, Michael. Yeah. Moral compass. Yeah. yeah. Now, he's clearly a douchebag. Um, so the Pride Center, an LGBTQ plus multicultural support network at Oregon State University, posted a statement that they do not want a student veteran group to occupy a student lounge. Huh. The post has been <laughs> has since been taken down, uh, maybe because I, this is just a thought of mine. I don't think this is actually true, but because the group figured out that the only reason they can have a center and decide whatever gender they want to be in any given day is because of the freedom that our veterans provide them. I doubt that's the answer. That's, they definitely don't think that. Yeah, they definitely don't think that. Anyways, uh, I've got some of the statement here, so I figured I'd read just through some highlights because it's long. It's a lengthy one. Um, but this is, I'll read some highlights. This is an open letter to all parties involved in the debate as to whether or not to introduce the Veteran Students Association into the Student Experience Center Involvement Lounge. The Pride Center and SOL um, LGBTQ plus uh, Multicultural Support Network opposed the proposed action to move the Veteran Student Association into the aforementioned SEC space, SEC being Student Experience Center. Got to skip down a little a bit acronyms here. Acronyms in that thing. Lots of acronyms, yeah, lots of acronyms. So, <clears throat> skipping down, we also wish to express our concern for the particular type of American patriotism that would be promoted by centralizing the Veterans Student Association <laughs> and the SEC. I hate you. Um, so, it continues on, U.S. military interventions abroad have been responsible for killing our LGBTQ uh, plus siblings. Nope. That's uh, called ISIS. Yeah, yeah. Uh, we aim to resist the pain that U.S. militarism has caused our siblings in struggle, and we denounce the glorification of the system that is responsible for this violence. You're idiots. Uh, this letter is not intended to attack individuals who have served in the military. We care deeply for and stand behind the wellness of LGBTQ plus veterans who find themselves in just need them. of following their enlistment in military service. So just you guys, the ones out there that are the 99.9999999% uh, doing the work not thanking you, not appreciative of you, yeah. but, but those 14 LGBTQ plus, uh, mm -hmm. you know, brave men and women or whatever they're calling themselves in service, they're, they're grateful for you. Um, and then we'll just, we'll just say this here too, um, at the end, student veterans on campus are deserving of space, but their presence in such a centralized location on campus jeopardizes the well-being of many vulnerable students, including those of, uh, those a part of the LGBTQ plus community. So, they're afraid of knuckle draggers. Yeah, they're afraid of. Yeah. So they're afraid of people unlike themselves. You know, uh, the whole thing to me is remarkable. Again, the statement has been taken down, but 
you're so off the mark here. Understand, first of all, don't pretend to, to know um, what, what our efforts are <laughs> abroad and what no. we're doing, because you're way off the mark. Uh, and you can't, this, this, this constantly reminds me of, an, and I forget what year it was, but there was this protest going on, and they caught it on camera outside the, one of the Marine recruiting offices in California. And this guy walked up and, and was talking to one of the, the females protesting and said, you know, what are you protesting? These, you know, the U.S. military and kind of the same logic, like we oppress people overseas. No, we don't. Like we're, we're just there literally as big brother to help everyone. But unless you're a bad guy, then we kill you and your family. Mm -hmm. um, but, but we're protesting this. We're protesting U.S. action abroad, yada, yada, yada. Um, and, and these guys are, are awful people. The Marines are awful people. And he's like, okay, cool. Can I ask you some questions? Yeah. And he went through this, this litany of questions, and then he got to this. Many, Wouldn't it be great if you had this group of people who went out and protected you on a daily basis and, and fought for your freedoms for this? She was like, yeah, that'd be amazing. <laughs> he, was just, he just looked at her like, exactly. This is the kind of people we're talking about here. Like, you have no idea what's going on no. in the world. You're stuck in your little rainbow, you know, covered, right. you know, room. And, and that's great. Separate. Be whoever you want to be, but 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 there's a real world out there, and you're not living in it. And you need to understand that, and at, at least read up on it a little bit, or at <laughs> before least before you that, open your mouth. Go to YouTube and type in ISIS and yeah. homosexuals, and yeah. see how they treat homosexuals yeah. when they catch them. Yeah. Be prepared. Yeah. I'm not, not going to tell you what happens, yeah. but they, they don't live. Yeah. <laughs> I promise you that. No, they, they definitely don't live. Chucking them off of buildings, yeah. burning them alive at the stakes, doing everything else. So that's the people you're protecting. Yeah. And that's uh, we're over there trying to stop that, and yeah. yet we're there animals for that. Yeah, yeah. To total animals. Go to YouTube. I know you yeah. all y'all don't like to read. Go to YouTube and type that in and see yeah. if you're... Yeah. Yeah. Guys, can you imagine the face, the horror, the horror? I can't watch it. You, yeah. No, you need to watch it. You hear the people who need to watch people's heads getting lopped off and all that kind of stuff. You need a, a reality That's what check. they do, and us provide that for you, you know, yeah. to, to keep you safe from that happening here. Yep. It enrages me. Yeah. Idiots. Uh, yeah. I, I could say a lot of things about this particular group, but uh, I want to keep the show. So, um... I, I don't really have anything else. I mean, we wanted to hit some, some big headlines today. Obviously, the story has been the Mueller report and everything that's going on. I'm sure we're going to hit that uh, throughout the week. Uh, we, we do have great guests lined up the rest of the week. We're hoping to get to them um, and, and then just stick with all the stories here. But, but for now, we're going to run. Don't forget uh, to eat your spinach, by the way. Again, National Spinach Day. And yep. go adopt a wild horse. Make say. some money. Have fun. Ride a horse. Eat spinach while riding a wild horse. That's, that's, I don't know, maybe we can make a fun skit or video out of that. Um, we'll, go, we'll, we'll, we'll get a horse. But um, that's all we got, finally. Uh, remember, when it comes to your news and political commentary, experience matters, folks. We'll see you tomorrow.